Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I am joined this evening by the one, the only Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you doing tonight, buddy? I am uh, doing fantastic, Brian. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, it's midweek. Uh, we're back to okay. like a, a decent midweek recording schedule. Um, I don't have work tomorrow or Friday, so... Wait, what? Yeah, you know... It's a soft you reggae use horn. Some vacation? It's, I did because I'm about to lose a bunch of vacation time, which is fine. I mean, I've got enough built up at this point that yeah, that'll happen. Can we, can we, instead of caring about trans people like existing, I guess, can we maybe, um, I don't know, pay out vacation time that I don't use? Thanks. We can we can care about trans people and pay out vacation time. They don't have to be different. No, I think you misheard. I did miss here. What did I you said, say? Care about trans people existing? Yeah, I I care about them existing. I'm for them. Uh, no, I'm so, I'm so, okay. Okay, what I'm saying. You, you get what I'm saying. I don't know. Do I, Tucker? <laughs> oh Jesus, what I'm saying. You auditioning for Fox News right now? What's happening? <laughs> we're in the legislature passing all these laws because these people are just trying to live their lives. Mm, <laughs> and you're you don't want that. them to. Is that I don't instead know. Of doing kidding, that, I'm kidding. How about we? Yeah. How about we? You know, pay out like California does. I don't. I don't understand why an earned benefit like that doesn't have to be paid out. It's. It's. It's crazy because i don't know if you've seen the commercials going around right now but texas is great for business and we oh, need to stop dude. passing these sweetheart deals for energy companies like california hey, did i want to tell you right now the only commercial making the rounds right now that it's annoying because it's 30 seconds long okay. like every commercial right um but when it pops on youtube it's annoying how quickly within those 30 seconds it gets to the point, which means it's, it's an like effective, effective use of time. Yeah. I've never seen that commercial, the full 30 seconds, but I know what they're advertising. It's the commercial to legalize uh, gambling and casino building in Texas. Um, wow. And, and I'm for it. Totally for it. Like, fuck all the people having to drive to Oklahoma to go to a casino. Yeah. Build that wanna, shit in state. They get the lose, tax money. They want to lose their money. Don't let them lose their money in Oklahoma. They can lose it right no. here in the great state of Texas. Lose it right here. Get that money to go to education or whatever. Like, Pay pay taxes on your measly earnings and your measly <laughs> okay. winnings right here in the great state of Texas. <laughs> well, you don't. It's tax-free. Oh, um, except gambling so winnings are not tax-free. <laughs> Are they not? No. I didn't know you paid state tax on gambling. You, you, you paid. I know you paid federal, but. Yeah. You just doesn't matter. You still <laughs> still it's they would figure out a way to fucking surcharge your tax, your federal <laughs> tax. Be like, oh, yeah, you won twelve hundred dollars. We're going to need eight hundred of that. And uh, forty four dollars of it is going to go to uh, fix that pothole outside of the <laughs> mayor's house. Nope. There is not a Texas. Uh, there is not a tax on gambling yet. Uh, Yet. yet but so okay so so 
that commercial is, you know, very well pointed. By the way, know. I'm not seeing that. That's not targeted at me in my as a, as an audience. So it comes up on my YouTube just about oh, every time. They they know you. They're like this Frank guy. He's he's watching. You know what it is? I guarantee it's because you like watch <laughs> sports. Gambler. You watch sports shit on YouTube though, and like talk shows, sports I radio did. talk shows. They're like this degenerate. You know he's spending money somewhere. Just get him to spend <laughs> okay, it here so, in Texas. You know it's funny. They couldn't. They are barking up a tree. I lost twenty dollars at a poker ta- or at a blackjack table. It's the only time I've ever been in a casino and gambled. Lost twenty dollars in five minutes. Did the calculation said i'm not rich enough for this shit and walked out and i've never been back in congratulations and that was this morning 240 dollars <laughs> an hour are you kidding me right now for something that is not even entertaining get out of here oh but see it's entertaining if you think you've you've got the edge over it's the industry that fucking has been around for decades it has not gone bankrupt no yet. and it's 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 the amount of folks who are like Oh yeah, I do it just because you get free drinks with it. I'm like, okay, you gotta, you gotta you, slow have you play. Done the calculation here. Like, how much are you drinking at the blackjack table to make this worth it? No, see, that's the, that's the issue. If you're playing that game, do like I did the one time that I also gambled. Okay, uh, my cousin's 21st birthday. We went to New Orleans. My aunt uh-huh. gave us each 21 dollars to gamble with. Okay, this is a little Ooh. symbolic there, right? So I split up from the group because I had my strategy was to get free drinks while I sat there and played. I was going to make that $21 last as long as I could. Went and found a desolate looking video poker section mm-hmm. with some like... Played penny poker or something? It was like it was like 25 cents or some shit like that. Played for like an hour and a half, got four drinks, and I was like, you know what? Feel like it's in. Feel like it's in. I, I ended up tipping the lady like 10 bucks. But I was like, you know what? Worth it. I mean, it was I it wasn't my money to play with. I essentially got four drinks for ten bucks. So it was good. And they but were weak ass that, drinks. That's the other thing. Like if you're that's fucked, what I was what are gonna say. Doing? How strong were those they drinks? They were fucking terrible. And I was also yeah. twenty one, so I was ordering like, Can I get a tequila sunrise? Let's get some of that going over here. Uh, as I feel like the lady was just like, yeah, okay, here you go, dipshit. Here's some fucking orange. City. Here's some orange juice and grenadine, you piece of shit. I was like, well, <laughs> I don't mind if I do. Pinky's out, right? And I'm like talking to fucking Gladys as she's over there playing the slots next to me. She's like, is I, there, I'm gambling more... away my grandkids' inheritance, and I'm like, yeah, me too. Is there more? Um. I don't know, just awful, like clearly invented by a person who drank too much drink that made it mainstream than a tequila sunrise. I don't know who, who, you know what it is? It's just a degenerate who ran out of vodka and still had orange juice. And they were like, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that came from a screwdriver. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, this tastes a bit odd. Let's Gritty. sweeten it up a little bit. <laughs> let's yeah. try. Let's try hard here. Let's. Oh, and we'll. You know what? It looks as it as the grenadine is slowly dripping down the inside of this glass. It's like a sunrise. Yeah, okay, so we're we're coming up. We're coming up on Cinco de Mayo. Um, oh, the most Mexican of holidays. <laughs> you're, you're a big fan of margaritas, right? I've I've been known to toss a few back every now and then. Okay, that's another drink where so so. Certain cultures, 
Brazil does this too with the caipirinha. I like to combine acid with alcohol, which is already well. See, here's your high you're, in acidity. You're taking a weird take here because what you're doing is you're going after the foundation of all cocktails, the daiquiri, which is alcohol, sugary sweetness, and citrus. Those are okay, the three give us things. A pause right there. Sorry, my my daughter is uh, <laughs> losing it. Oh, he's got to <laughs> develop an argument. Oh, here we go. Classic strategy by Frank classic strategy okay we're back frank how was your daughter's screaming fit everything okay yeah it turned out so much to do about nothing Mm -hmm. um so okay so daiquiri basis of all cocktails yeah and uh, let me guess has acidic juice in it citrus sugar citrus sugar and alcohol yeah Lame. Oh, lame, 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 lame. Says the person eating like a Teddy Graham right now. What are you what are you doing? What is that? Is that Melba Toast? Sorry. I mean it is kind of the basis of a Teddy Graham. It's a lotus cracker. <laughs> what the hell a lotus cracker is? Is that like H E B's Teddy Graham? You might know them as Vistoff. Oh yeah. Okay. Those things that you only see on airplanes? Yeah. Oh yeah, Frank found them at Costco. Oh <laughs> bought a whole thing. Bought a them. gross of them. Good. Second actually. <laughs> you know oh, what Costco sells too that's just dangerous are they what you talked about in the thread the other day uh, Brian I cannot even begin to explain to you I had to lock these in a closet you know this isn't the first time on this podcast that these thin mint pretzels have come up right oh my God. did you forget that you had already had a pre-existing addiction to the these I did oh my god I'm not even gonna lie what are they like how do they do it I don't know, but I w- now I want to dig through the archives and find where you were talking about them the last time. Because this is like three years ago at this point. And it was the mm-hmm. same thing. You're like, guys, I found this stuff at Costco. You won't even believe it. And I was like, oh, you got you found Girl Scout pretzels. And you were like, no, it's better. And then you went on to talk about it. And all the whole time I could think about was like I would shit my pants if I ate as many... <laughs> like thin mint pretzels as frank was describing on this podcast okay so the the thin mint pretzels are they're very addicting let's start there but more importantly um i don't recall them being as unhealthy as this bag okay now I, i might not have looked at the nutritional data last time but i kid you not they put this thing like with this this end cap right at the exit Right, you're like getting ready to pull into Costco checkout lane, and, and you're like, oh, let me grab that. You know, it sounds great. They hit you with awesome. a treat yourself, a treat yourself oh, moment. My God, okay, I am talking. You know, I don't know who the like big pretzel is at the gas station, but uh-huh. those pretzel. those gas station gas station pretzels, uh-huh. right? They're about. I mean, you call them a dollar, right? Dollar coin size pretzel, maybe a little bigger. Yeah, I use I I reference uh, monetary units that haven't been in circulation since fucking Kennedy was alive. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's a half dollar. Oh, yeah, let's sorry. Call it a half dollar. Okay. <laughs> Any case, about the size of a half dollar, a little bigger. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> they're coated in this thin mint chocolate, Brian. I don't think I shared the nutritional data on the telegram, did I? No, no I don't okay. think so. Take a guess 
um, at the number of pretzels that are contained within a serving size. Um, judging purely off of what you've said so far, like three pretzels. Four? Okay. Four pretzels. Well, I okay. mean, compared to three, now, that's, that's a lot. On. Yeah, four sounds like more than three. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, take a guess now at the number of calories in four pretzels. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess more than 50. <laughs> 130. Oh. <laughs> well, there's four pretzels okay. there. So, now, 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 you said 50, but you were probably thinking like, oh, Frank said it was high. So yeah. Maybe 80. Yeah. Right? Maybe 80 sounds reasonable. That's why when I got this thing in the car and I turned it over, I was like, what <laughs> and it's a Costco, so I'm guessing it's not a normal sized bag of fucking snacks. Just about. So, <laughs> like this thing is is in our snack cabinet. I can't deny I take maybe two a day now because I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> Frank's gonna be grafted go, to the if couch. You eight of these things, you could eat a small McDonald's French fry. Yeah, I would okay. get much more enjoyment out of the fry. Yeah, that's for sure. At least French fries are potato adjacent. They're they're at least related to a vegetable. I could honestly, I did, I yeah, I've never been so just conflicted because I was like, damn, this is good, but holy shit, what is that? Um, oh my god. Well, it's not because I normally, I normally when I when I buy something like that. I manage the sugar and the sodium, mm. right? Because normally the calories are like, okay, I don't, I don't eat whole bags of stuff, so I can stop at a handful, not a problem. In this case, a handful was an absurd amount, yeah, right? It's I'm like eight sure servings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least Doritos <laughs> takes it easy on you. It's a handful. It's ninety calories, you know, with the X Y Z. I was like, gonna say right, that's fine. I bought some, I bought some uh, little snack snackaroos for the office this week. And uh, I bought little packages of gummy bears, okay? Mm -hmm. The Albanese gummy bears. So they're like oh, little, little baby gummies. So they're one, hella cute. Two, hella delicious. But the package is like 45 calories. It's like it's like a, it's a satiable amount of gummy bears. When you get done yeah, eating just, them. Just fixes that sweet tooth. Yeah. You could, you could eat more, but like, why would you? You know, just like, this is enough. This is for me. Mm -hmm. Now, today. But then in the, in the end, you come up with strategies to make them last. You're like, yeah. Oh, chewing, I'm going to eat all the suck, blues. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then today I ate four packages. Uh, so <laughs> it is what it is. It hey, was a rough day. Four, four, that's still fewer than eight pretzels. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, now, with those four at 45 calories per bag, I still was like, eh. This is manageable, you know. This could have okay, been worse. Brian, give me just a second. I'm gonna bring a pretzel over here. No, okay. We're I, doing... I don't think you 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 do not comprehend oh. just how absurdly small this is. Well, I mean, I Hold on. okay. I mean, I should. I just want to note right now, it is a visual medium that we're recording on. Um, he has already shown me the diameter of said pretzel with his hands, so I have a pretty good idea. It's you, the dear listeners at home, whom I don't believe have a good visual representation of this product, but we will soon see, see it with mine own eyes. Won't help you though. Won't, won't help you. And we're back. Okay. 
please tell me you ran out of them on the way back from the kitchen. Okay. Now. Okay. Uh, that's first off. This is the bag. That looks like a package that dog treats come in. It does. Um, now, you might say, oh, Frank, on the front, it says 130 calories. Sure. You know what it doesn't say very prominently? Serving size? Four pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 130 calories. Surely some nutwigs. Yeah, that's a that is a pretzel. Oh, that is a mini pretzel size. That is a mm-hmm. that is a mini pretzel size. Also, let's just address the way you opened that package, Frank. Are you one of those people who doesn't tear the tear strip all the way off the package? No, so this was a particular uh, debacle that I faced with this one. Because you couldn't um, wait till you get home, you just opened that bad no, boy up in the car, huh? No, that wasn't it. Oh, okay. I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice that the tear strip on the other side yeah. is pre-torn. Yeah. So I sat with the uh you know, the, the flap on the wrong side and I just kind of yanked it the other it way. Open. Yeah. Uh Parker um, and I talked about that on our last episode. That exact scenario that we just played out right there. <laughs> can't stand it. If you're going to take the I, if you got a lid or if you've got a tear strip on a p on a package, for sure take it all the way off so you don't fuck with it the entire time you're trying to access the Okay, items. now hold on. I'll I'll say on baking soda, don't do that. Um, well, the, that's a box. That's not like a resealable. No, sure, sure, sure. I'm saying there are there are a couple of things where I would advise not doing it. Um, I don't know if you've done this trick, but um, life hack. Let's go on peanut butter. The jar lid, mm-hmm. the the thing that's under it is quite stiff. Mm-hmm. You can use that to level a spoon of peanut butter if you need to do measurements and stuff. You know, I've used that before, but you can also use a knife. Uh, we don't need to use the lid. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know many work. times in my life that I've measured peanut butter and been like, I swear to Christ that this isn't level. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with my life. It's peanut I mean, if butter. If you bake, if you, if, I don't. If you that bake, is, I guess you that's weird. Add, you can you can add too much liquid to something. Okay, I guess. Any case. Um, yeah, prominently displayed, sponsored by the Girl Scouts. Yeah, I don't like how uh, the girl, big Girl Scout has gotten in on Costco. I don't like that. Not just that. 130 calories. No one sat back and was like, hey, yo, uh, maybe just make the, the the pretzel out of the filling of the Thin Mint. Mm. Not you out know, of lead. Skip the chocolate-covered whatever thing altogether. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's... Well, it's absurd. It's four cookies, dude. Four of these have 20% of your daily saturated fat intake. Well, see, you don't need that much more. You can live off the Girl Scout cookies is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Good Lord. That is 26 servings per container. So this thing contains right around 96, just over 3,000. 3,000 calories mm-hmm. in this bag. Yeah. Okay. Any case, well, that was kind of shocking to me. But, well, you uh, know what? Not the shocking thing that I was going to bring up. But oh, okay. What do you have for the shocking thing? Uh, well, so <laughs> this is kind of, uh, in some way, <clears throat> I got led down the path of looking at hose nozzles that they use for baseball fields, for. <sighs> For golf greens. Uh, you hold Do on. You, just you, pause. Just pause. You could have given me four hours to come up with an idea that uh, you were you were going to talk about. Fucking <laughs> the field nozzles they use at baseball stadiums. Not even in the top four thousand. 
Okay, go ahead. How the fuck did you get caught up on? <laughs> How much do you think these things are? Oh, I, I know they're expensive because they're all they're made out of like billet steel and shit. Yeah, five hundred and forty-seven dollars. Yeah, because they have to hold back like a million pounds a of pressure. Level. Okay, so so here's what happened. Frank saw a tweet from the grounds person at. Uh, Colorado Whitecaps or whatever. <laughs> I was like, I only go with these nozzles. They're worth the price. And I said, surely these can't be that crazy. Hey, and then in my head, I was like, I'm busy redoing my lawn. This might be a good addition. Oh my God. Maybe that's how I get the lawn of my dream. Jesus Christ. Yes. It's the <laughs> nozzle that you've been missing. That's the integral part to this entire setup that you have. Not the fact that you live in central Texas where water is fucking is scarce at times and missing at best. <laughs> maybe if I just, you know, maybe if I just fan it out there. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the dispersion of the of the lack of water. <laughs> that was not a serious it's a serious consideration, but I think you're fucking like, hitting your neighbor's surely. lawn like three houses down with the fucking hose. You're like, don't surely worry. This can't be. Surely this can't be that expensive. So I go and fucking $547 for a single nozzle, okay? And then Frank starts like Man, how many people know about these nozzles? Oh, so I, God. I go start looking. And I mean, the groundskeepers' Twitter is huge. <laughs> they talk to each other on Twitter. Uh, because so, they're groundskeepers, they don't have any other friends. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking to? Shocking. I uh -huh. know. <laughs> More importantly, they have hot tips. So this dude's like, hey, quick tip this nozzle, same company. But made for firefighters, same purpose. Genius, right? Three fifty, not five forty-seven. Now uh, you might have me now. Just to be clear, three hundred and fifty dollars, not three dollars and fifty cents. Correct. Because correct. I got hot tip. You ready? Get your pen and paper out, Frank. <laughs> You have a fucking garden hose at your house, all right? I'm just going to say... I don't care. It has the sweetest You have a $40 hose, like fucking flex hose that shrinks down to fit in a, in a coffee cup, but you're going to have a $500 nozzle that you'll never fully use because your water pressure is nil. It's like four pounds. <laughs> So hold on. That's the other thing that they keep saying. This dude's like, man, that's a nice stream. What's your PSI set to? All the way. It's set all the way. I can set my no, PSI. I said 105. I said, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I was going to say. He's like, I have the ability to set it. Looks at Frank reading his tweets and is like, beat it. Poor, you can't set your fucking pressure. <laughs> I don't care. I'm gonna have the fucking hose nozzle. <laughs> You're gonna have people coming it. over to the house. You're like, well, I had to sell furniture, but check this out. <laughs> oh my god, dude. could you imagine that? That was ah, uh, yeah, no. I I had to. So right before I joined the cast is when I got lost in this world. I had to pull myself out of it. Be I'm like, glad you snap, did. Snap out of it. What is going on here? But did your I still kid? Have, I still have the side open. Did your kid actually cry earlier, or were you just thinking yeah, about yeah. hose nozzles and you were like, "I got to, I got to go I'm see. Not. I got a bid out on the on a used nozzle from the fucking Sounders grounds crew." Uh, 
that shit did crack me up though. As soon as I read some of these groundskeeper comments, it was like, what you got your PSI set, dude? Dude responds back, oh dude, 105 PSI straight from the source. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're just fucking warming up. They're just rubbing the seam of their ball sack talking about pressure settings. Oh my god. Oh, do you have a tri clamp? Oh, what do you use on the infield? It's a different setting than using the Oh, batter's box, right? You're like, yeah, it's got to be totally different. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy asking about infield versus batter's box. What a fucking PSI. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Frank, yeah. uh, I think it's time to make my big announcement. Oh, yeah. So well, let me let me prep everybody. Brian's been hyping a big announcement. He goes, hey, um, you know, you guys, you guys ready to record this week? Maybe we can do a Wednesday cast, right? Which, fair enough. We did a Saturday cast. We need to get back to the midweek flow. You know, everybody's kind of digesting this. And all of a sudden, he throws out there, got a big announcement. Yep. Says nothing else the rest of the week. Hasn't Huge. brought it up since. Huge announcement. I was afraid I was going to forget because like, I'm, I'm very much engrossed in it. And I try to keep my personal life and my work life separate. Um, okay. this being my work life, obviously. Um, but Frank, go ahead and get your calendar Are you out. Become a groundskeeper. Just go ahead. Listen, this is life changing. I'm not getting a hobby. Okay. I, this is a okay, fucking, okay. this is a, a way of life change. Get your calendar out. Mark down the date, June 22nd, 2023. Okay. You're going to a Rangers game. Uh, better. I'm making it official at 36 years old. I am announcing myself i'm declaring myself eligible for the nba draft yep go ahead go ahead nba teams draft me i dare you okay right good luck because this is a bidding war right here this piece of athletic prowess this fucking this manimal down low in the paint you can get me for a bargain you can get me for a steal you can get yourself into a bidding war with some of the top teams in, does Canada have a basketball team anymore? Uh, yeah. In North America, let's, let's say, yeah. some of the top teams in North America. But better get me quick, cause I am gonna fetch a pretty penny. Now you might be asking yourself, listener at home, Brian, when's the last time you played basketball? Easy, sixth grade. Um. I don't count my my college career because as a college athlete, you're not supposed to get paid, but I was getting paid dozens of dollars to play for the Blue Bulls um, intramural team. So technically, I was a pro athlete then. So I'm just coming back, baby. I'm coming so back. So it looks as though you can just enter it. I know. That's what I'm doing. I'm eligible, baby. I declare eligibility. <laughs> the guy said, okay, the first thing is entering the NBA draft does not guarantee you serious consideration from NBA teams. No shit. But <laughs> I'm taking the Michael Scott approach. I've gone outside twice already and I have yelled into the ether, I declare eligibility. So that means draft away, motherfuckers. Let's do this. Frank, you want to join me? I mean, good luck. This is a tough draft class this year. Um, what with me in it and all. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we can give Wembenyana a run for his money. When, now, where do they play? 
<laughs> he's in, the top are they in Arizona? <laughs> the, he's from France. The Winbignana the Winbignana uh, windmills of, of Flagstaff. Winbignana. Oh, it's a person. It's, I think it's pronounced Wimbignana, but well, it's Wimbignana's sweepstakes you know, is what it's been. You know what I it's say? Wimbignama. When in when when Biyama, you know that's what they say. When in when in Biyama, when in Biyama, do <laughs> so as the wind Biyamans do. He's from, I uh, believe, from France. <clears throat> Let me just quickly look here. I feel like this is a web address that you just sent me. And he should be, yeah, he's from France, and he, he'll oh. be the top, the number one pick in the draft. But we could be number two. He plays for the there's Metropolitan's not, there's ninety-two. There's nothing saying we can't be number two. Two and three. I mean, they're not. They're not going to get a package well, deal. Obviously. They can't afford. They can't afford this one-two combo. If, if if I'm two, you're three. If you're two, I'm three. You know, it's kind of logical. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, Windmills Minyanas is going to be drafted first overall. That's good. Um, his first name is Victor. Like, he, of course, he's going to win. He's seven Victor. four. Well, they're going to look real silly because the just the cost of. Like uniform alone for a seven foot four man versus the cost for a couple five tenors here. No joke. And if, if, I mean, it's material bring out the alone. freaking curtain rods, am I right? Yeah. God. Like you, do you can buy, we shop off the rack. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you, can, you have to build a whole new dressing room for this man. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> yeah. what we don't offer on the floor, we offer in sideline entertainment. Yeah. I'm a, I'm great in the locker room. I bring up morale. I'll be able to, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at the age now where I can provide life advice for these young kids. Um, you know, it's the experience, really. Agreed. I mean, we're we're filler. We get Obviously, that. Obviously, we're, we're coming off the bench for a strong... We're top five, we're top five pick filler. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. And now, no how many, it. real quick, how many players are on the court at the same time? Well, it kind of depends on whether or not you... Uh... Like, how many are on each team? <clears throat> Well, there's there's five like eleven, right? Per side, there's only five. There's only five spots. Five on the court at one time. Oh, that's gonna yes. be tough. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely be. I'm gonna be like on a. Is there a twelfth man in in basketball? Yeah. I, no. Oh, no, that's gonna really. be difficult. Yeah, I mean, basketball I've, has. I've built my whole career and my whole marketing I, strategy I is I am the twelfth man. You have to declare. Let me see. The max roster size in the NBA, I believe, is 15. Yeah, it's 15 players. I got this. But you can carry up to 20. Hey. Um, you know, can, I'll, I'll be happy to be carried and then be the first one cut. I, you, you know, it, it's going to be an honor. I don't even need to, to be, be considered. You know, I'm, I could be an off-season hype man, period. Matter of fact, real quick, how many teams does Dallas have? Because I really don't want to have I don't want to have to relocate, so this is going to be real tough. I'm going to be really <laughs> banking on Mark Cuban <laughs> to talk like, about Mark Cuban. gamble here. Okay. Also, do they so, do they play? Uh, so there's only one team in Dallas. They have to go to other cities and play. That's what I'm saying. I'll be the off season. You can. I'll be in the first five cut. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be okay. tough. I don't. I didn't know travel was going to be. Travel is like a major part of being a player. Yeah, got, yeah that, for six months of the year. You're six be months? Learn. How long is the fucking season? It starts in November, ends in, well, it's still going. It's right still go. Why? No, how many people well, watch this we're fucking now sport? In the conference semifinals. We're conference the semifinals. Semifi- how long are the fucking playoffs? Because I feel like with the conference semifinals, were there conference quarterfinals? Is there a- well, the finals are normally sometime in uh, beginning of June. Fucking June? 
dude, yeah. I can't play under these conditions. I, <laughs> I this is bullshit. Play in the NBA. <laughs> I've already fucking passed up. I don't want to play in the NHL. They play way too many fucking games. And well, the honestly, NBA plays the same number. That's stupid. Like, what are they we doing here? 82, games. 82 play five yeah. and we're done. We get a good feel out of who's good at five. It's like, just play a round robin tournament and fucking call it a season. I you know who plays. Okay. So baseball is 162 games, right? That's so many games. And, <laughs> that's just absurd. Yeah. I love how they have realized how absurd this is as well, because the saying you're going to win 50, you're going to lose 50. What you do the rest of the 62 is what determines your season is like a thing. That's so dumb. That is the dumb. That's like, that's like saying like when you're going to war, you're going to lose a thumb. You're going to lose a foot. What you do with your dick is really what matters. Like what is going to happen to my body parts? Like, come, okay. Come join so, us. So let me, let me set something up. Cause it's kind of a controversy this week in the NBA. And I don't know how I feel about it because I, I do, I get both sides of this. Um, you know, oh, I can't, I, I can't wait to see how you both sides have great people. Uh, well, I'm not, no, 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 this okay. is not a great okay. people thing, this okay. is more of a, a philosophy thing. Oh, so the philosopher's story. there's a player in the NBA, his name is Giannis Atentacumpo. He um plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks got the first seed in the Eastern Conference, played a team in the eight seed uh miami heat that they should have beaten they lost um and Giannis, after the game was asked you know is the season a failure and Giannis said well it wasn't a failure you know like it was just a learning step did michael jordan fail when he didn't win a championship you know he played whatever 18 seasons and he only or 12 seasons and he only won seven titles where the other five seasons failures. So I get, I get, get what he's saying, but then on the other hand, bruh, you were the top seed in the East. You lost in the first round to a vastly inferior team. You were essentially beaten by one person, Jimmy Butler, and you should have beaten them. Right? So it's like mentality wise, is it a failure? Yes are you a failure for losing? No, you're not a failure, but you're, you failed at the goal, right? Like, I don't know. It was kind of an interesting debate that's been happening this week because I can see both. I can see both being, you know, an acceptable. Well, I can tell you so long as you don't get too caught up. I can tell you as a leader of a team, you do. And I, I know that this dude, is an actual leader because he's fucking good as shit. Didn't he win yes. the MVP like last year, year before yeah, last? He did. He did. Okay, he did. sorry, you 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 came across as like oh, it's like I was the leader. <laughs> you, you were continuing your NBA draft, but also that no, no, like as, as somebody the current leader of the Milwaukee Bucks, as a fucking the as the points leader for the Brian Bryanstons. Um, <laughs> here located outside of Denton, um, I can tell you from experience. As the leader of my my driveway basketball my driveway player. basketball team which is just me by myself um you can't say that the season was a failure because then you're speaking yeah. for everybody else on that team and like everybody on that team if they were number 1 seed they had bright points in the year um mm-hmm. they had to and like to discredit those bright points and those growing opportunities growth like growth opportunities they had throughout the year 
you can't yeah. say that you're a failure. And I agree with that. And like, just like in every other sport and every other competition, doesn't matter if it's physical competition or like an academic competition, sometimes the best team does not always win. And that's not a, indicative uh-huh. of a failure. That's indicative of re- either really good opponents, best case scenarios playing themselves out, or just like fucking luck. Because also so, these people are professional ass athletes. Like, Exactly. It's not to discredit the Miami Heat for fucking stepping up and Jimmy Buffett knocking down 80 points a game. Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Dude, Jimmy Butler. Okay, real quick. We have a league where fucking Wes Anderson, I'm bombing when 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 and Jimmy Butler play in the same fucking league. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Victor Wembanyama. So, okay. I, you know what? Just I give me a British announcer announcing these it. names, and I'll remember them like that. Because I can say Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, no fucking problem. But <laughs> Wembanyama is just weird because of the E M A N. Yeah, right after. it's like, like Wembley, kinda... but also Banyama. Like it's fucked. It's fucked up. Yeah. So. Um, no, I agree with that take. That's kind of how I felt felt about it too. Is like you know, it's a different team. Yeah, you know, <laughs> calling it a failure isn't isn't you know. You could say that we failed at our goal, right? Now, is that a failure entirely? No, we learned a bunch of things along the way, but hmm. we failed at the ultimate goal. Let um, me let me switch it up for you a little bit and tell you about another team, who. There's no way they can't say this season is a fucking failure outright. They've learned goddamn nothing along the way. Chelsea FC, baby. (laughs) The Chelsea Football Club. Failure learned fucking nothing. (laughs) This season, okay, that's a little bit different. You spent $600 (laughs) You've gone through three coaches. The season is a failure. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's no, no fucking, no, yeah. there's no upside yeah. to what there's no, there's what no that football team, here. what the football team, what the fans, what the family members of the and, fucking football team have gone through in the last eight months. And someone has been like, you know what? It's actually been pretty good this year. Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> well, it's. I think it's just the rudderless. There's there's no there's no plan there. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. So. Okay, so I get that. Now, on the other side, you were talking about the NHL. There's another team there. I don't know if you know anything about what the Boston Bruins did this year. Very little. Nothing, honestly. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> not a goddamn thing. I can tell you anything right now. And you'll be like, wow. <laughs> yeah. You can tell me they're, they're not playing in Boston anymore. Really blow my fucking mind, because that's baseline. <laughs> they are still playing in Boston, right? Yeah. I basically yeah, know everything not, there is to know. They are not the New Haven Bruins. Uh, so, okay. So, the Boston Bruins, who still play in Boston, okay. set the NHL record for most points in the season. Uh, also, I believe, scored the most goals in a the season. They they absolutely lit up the regular season. Real quick, how do you how how do you set one record without setting the other? Because you can win without scoring tons of goals. No, 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 no. You said more the most goals in a single season and the most points and in the a most single points season. because of uh, oh, a, a you're talking about points, points for the team correct, team correct, points, correct. not okay. I thought yes, you yeah. meant like goal points. I'm very no, 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 no okay. No. I'm dumb. Go no, ahead. This is the points on the table. Got it. So score the most points, <clears throat> and honestly, 
most everybody thought this was just a coronation to, you know, them raising the Stanley Cup because they dominated the regular season, like dominated the regular season. They lost in the first round. <laughs> Got eliminated by the Florida Panthers. Uh, oh, game seven. Yeah. Felt like overtime. Game seven. So not only Wait, did hold they, on in know, the lose. Real quick, sorry to interrupt. Again, dumb, not knowing a whole lot about the NHL. You said this is the first round? Yes. The first round of the playoffs, and they play seven fucking games? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Gone are the days of five-day series, my friend. They make too much money. What? I don't know. You remember when the... Round robin, baby. (laughs) The first... Fucking single elimination. Let's knock this shit out. No, but do you remember the first series in the baseball playoffs okay first off baseball used to start at the championship series yeah it was just the top two teams in each conference right going up against each other they didn't allow black people to play the game and they would just (laughs) fucking go to the cut the championship they just cut straight to the chase yes we're racist yes we're playing the championship (laughs) the american league all white no black you know only the two then they start including more. Yeah. Now it's like <laughs> now they do wild cards, right? And now not even do they do wild cards. They do um they have a they have an additional wild card now. Don't they have like and a, a they wild play, card play in game? They play five games in the first round. It used to be three games. Now it's five games. So <clears throat> that that whole bit is crazy. Then you then you go over to the NBA. The NBA has a play in game. They have a play-in tournament for the playoffs. So seeds seven and eight play in against nine and ten. So nine and ten play each other. Seven and eight play each other. Whoever loses from seven and eight end up uh, playing the winner of nine and ten to then play to get into the playoffs. I, I... So at seven and eight, you get two shots. You just need to win one game. As nine and ten, you need to win both games to get a playoff seed. Have you ever seen the movie Basketball? <laughs> this is the same shit, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's so wild. They're, yeah. When they're when they're breaking it's where down the, the Ocho comes from. No, that's that's dodgeball. Oh, sorry, that's dodgeball. Yeah. Basketball, when they're breaking down the fucking playoff schedule, they're like, well, they could, <laughs> like, the playoff schedule is like eighty-two games after having played. <laughs> yeah. It's so ridiculous, and they that was that was in like two thousand ninety nine or something great like that. Movie that was a another Stan and tr- and and that was a, whatever Parker a Trey creation, Parker right? and Matt Stone, yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, That's, that is a great, absolutely fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, it's it, a great movie. It, it fucking it predicted where we're at and the bullshit that's <laughs> happening right now in the fucking world of sports. It's I'm so telling you, dumb. This the well, so people people want to, you know, shit on soccer and whatnot. Soccer from the beginning has been like, you know, if we throw a bullshit trophy <laughs> tournament in the middle of a season, we're going to watch it. it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> people will watch it. Yeah, because every so, now and then you have one team that just says, fuck it, we're going to lose everything else, but we're going to try our asses off for this one, with, for the fucking Monster Energy Cup that we play <laughs> in the middle of the fucking season. It's open so, to everybody. We got a chance. And, and they're they're at least transparent about it. Yeah. And most fans are transparent. They're like, no, nah, it's a bullshit trophy. Who cares? 
Um, <clears throat> Until their team gets into the semifinals, and then they're like, let's fucking go. Let's, I've said this has <laughs> exactly. been valid the whole time. <laughs> this whole, okay, so you do this whole rigmarole about trophies, right? And then you go look at the history of these trophies. Most of them have been around for decades. Yeah. If not centuries, right? Like the FA Cup has been played since like the 1880s the oldest, or something. Oldest football trophy. Yeah. So any case, right? Like this is like very, very old shit. Whereas here in America, we all just figure out more complex ways to play for Longer. the world title of the only, you know, the sports that we invent. Yes. <laughs> so hey, weird. We're crushing this bastardized <laughs> hey, cricket we are game. Absolutely the best baseball playing country on earth. We're the best baseball playing country. Yeah, I was gonna say we're the best baseball playing country on earth. As long as we don't allow half the Caribbean islands, fucking Japan, uh Venezuela. As long as we fucking keep some of these tertiary imagine, places. Imagine baseball throws a little wrench in things and puts a team in San Jose, Puerto Rico, or I mean, throws a team in we did Santo it in Domingo. Fucking Toronto. Jesus fucking Christ. We why not? At least at least the Caribbean islands have a goddamn history of baseball. And- the culture at oh. those baseball games, dude. Whoa. I didn't realize dude. what happens there, but I've been on I've been on DR baseball TikTok, and some of oh. the scouts and uh, the Americans who go down there to visit those games in the stands, where they're selling just Brugal out of a fucking water bottle for like two dollars, <laughs> and people are just getting shit house. They stop and they stop they stop selling that Brugal. I want to say the fifth inning. Maybe the maybe the seventh. No, it's before the seventh. It's the fifth or sixth inning. They stopped selling him because inevitably what happened and at some of the games it's even earlier, if it's rivals, they've had to do <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Real quick while he's getting himself together, I can't stress this enough. Brugal is rum. They are selling yeah. it not out of rum bottles, they're out of like refilled water bottles, just straight rum. You buy the okay. whole ass water bottle for like three, four dollars. It used to be that they would sell it to you in the bottle. Okay. When when my father in law used to go to games as a kid, they would sell the bottle of Brugal. And I don't know, he said like in the early nineties, one of these, you know, rivalries got out of hand and people started throwing Brugal bottles at Jesus each other. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Glass <laughs> bottles. <laughs> they switched it. Oh yeah, now, that'll change it up. <laughs> took, I, I'm surprised it took to the early '90s with how seriously baseball is taken. Um, the, the the team that they're cheering for, all right, in Santo Domingo is called the Lise. Lise have been around. Let me just look it up. Um, this is the part where Frank finds out they've only been around for six months. No, 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 no. They've He's been like, around oh, another for one. uh oh, come on now. Just give me the starting year and we'll do the quick math. Frank's over here doing oh, come on. I'm just trying to sorry for whatever reason. Nineteen oh seven. Okay. Okay. So it's as old as the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> um, they for some reason have a uh, a rival. That is also from Santo Domingo, <laughs> called the. Let me just look this up. I know this is very exciting. No, I mean um, I'm, I'm doing the research with you, and I feel like I'm called the the 
Leonist. They're the Lions. The Leonist and del Escogio or Escogido? Escogido. They've been around since 1921. These yeah. these baseball teams are older than probably 80% of Major League Baseball, give or take. Uh, yeah, um, um, the Estrellas Orientales has been around since 1910, so 113 mm-hmm. years. The Chibayenas, 1933. Uh, Toros del Este, 1983. I, not I as think in, the newest team is the Toros because the, the they're, they're playing play La Romana. Oh, I was going to say, Gigantes del Chibao, is, uh, they were in 1996. The Gigantes, yeah. Um. But that's cool as shit. Like they had some like legit history of fucking baseball. Oh yeah. You know that's, what we should do? We should we should look up uh Toronto, Canada's uh historic baseball, baseball teams or Montreal. Let's just see. So, if, Let's if see how far they go back. Hoboken, Hoboken, New York, right? It's one of the least I don't want to say appreciated because i just don't think people know it's there you talk, well, you can go i, I know see... hoboken new jersey exists i didn't know hoboken sorry new hoboken new jersey i was gonna I'm say you're the, hoboken, <laughs> they're gonna um, be real surprised I meant to say, when you visit when you visit new york yeah because you most people to hoboken. most people aren't leaving their their home yeah. and just going you know where i'm gonna go new jersey that's where i'm gonna visit yeah. when you visit new york yes you should go to hoboken in new jersey uh there's a park right across I mean, right by the path station. It's not that far away where the game of baseball was invented. They still have, there's a gold home plate where the very first home plate for baseball was. Um, I feel like that's a hell of a flex to gold plate your home home plate. They're called the Elysian Fields. Oh yeah, that was and, a uh, that was an unlockable field in uh, a lot of old school like early two thousands baseball video games. Yeah, and you could still go. The fields aren't there anymore, but you could still see where this home plate was. Um, it's really quite cool. Uh, it's 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 a neat neat thing you can go go see. Um, but yeah, I mean, so baseball was invented in eighteen. 18- what do you call it? The first organized baseball game was in 1845. So 70 years later, some random folks in the Caribbean started a team, you know, in their they were paying players. backyards. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. right? Like that's so. Yeah, considering. Yeah, the- and you can go see this history, and they play in a very old stadium. I mean, the Lise Stadium, and the um, they share a stadium with their rivals. They have played in that same stadium for as long as my um, father-in-law has been alive. So that stadium is probably was built in the forties, early fifties. Yeah. Um, well, so I mean, here's the deal: baseball is one of those sports that um, that is always surprising to people because. Yes, in America, we don't hold on to our history very well. We just fucking pave it over pretty quickly and put up Mm -hmm. something new and shiny and fucking give it a 12-game series um, in the first round. 1955. Is when the stadium was built? (laughs) That bitch was built in 1955. It's great. Everybody should go. If you love baseball, go to the Dominican Republic 
and go to a fucking baseball game. It is well, wild. You want to love it's so cool. So I love baseball history. I love finding mm-hmm. out new shit about baseball. Frank, tell the people who the first black baseball player, professional baseball player was. The first professional? Yeah. Black baseball player? Yeah. Jackie Robinson? No. It wasn't Jackie Robinson. It was not Jackie Robinson. Did they pay someone to sit on the bench? Nope. This dude played professional baseball 60 years before Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. <laughs> but did he, pl- did he play in a... He played for the smaller to- league. Nope. Major League Baseball. He played hmm. for the Toledo Blue Stockings. May 1st, 1884, uh-huh. Moses Fleetwood Walker was a 26-year-old African-American, African-American barehanded catcher from Mount Pleasant, Ohio. Um, after him, there were like two or three other professional uh, black professional baseball players who played in Major League Baseball. Not in the Negro Leagues, not in any other uh, you know competitive competition that that you know people would track stats for in this way, but yeah, eh, professional baseball players predating black professional baseball players predating Jackie Robinson, and yet in America we're like, well, Jackie Robinson was the first. Well, while he was absolutely the most notable and did more mm-hmm. for American like. Like, dude, Martin Luther King Jr. even said that he couldn't have done what he did if it hadn't been for Jackie Robinson. So the fact that this dude did, you know, broke the color barrier in baseball is amazing. But lest we forget um, that this happened 60 years prior and uh, to our discussion to tie it all back into the Dominican Republic, uh, because the Dominican Republic produces so many people of varying shades of colors Mm -hmm. that there were ample opportunities for people of color to play baseball professionally in the South and simply pass as either Cuban or Dominican. And mm-hmm. when asked about it, they would simply say no hable and the fucking asshole racists who were working the gates who would keep black people from playing baseball in professional parks would not ask any more questions because they had no problems with people. If you couldn't speak Spanish, it was simply the black people. And so there, there are also documented uh, players who were listed as Dominican or Cuban or Puerto Rican who were, black. who were black and grew up in the United States. Wow. So, yeah. That's surprising. That's surprising. So, so um, just to that point, if you want to learn some really cool, uh, like, I guess you call them, um, you know, undercurrent stories about the history of um black people in baseball there's a podcast called black diamonds that is very good um i've been listening to it off and on they go through like obviously everybody knows about satchel say satchel page and um jackie robinson and whatnot but they they i mean they have like tons of current you know, like Buck O'Neill goes into the Hall of Fame to interview, you know, folks that played with Buck O'Neill. And, um, you know, they talk to current day people and how they were impacted by, you know, players like Pedro Martinez. And it's just a, it's a cool podcast because it focuses on minorities in baseball. And baseball's a sport that is a very expensive to play and be good to get good at in America. <clears throat> but if you listen to you know 
the stories of the guys that grew up playing it in Dominican or playing it in Puerto Rico or Cuba, it's not an expensive sport to learn. I'm sorry, you said it shouldn't be expensive. You said the name of one of those countries very strange. Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Can you pronounce it <laughs> that way from now on? Oh, in any case, they uh, um, they tell you it, it's like it, I don't know, man. It's kind of it leads me to another thing that happened today that was just very annoying to Bef- me. Before we go off that, I just want to give a shout out. No so. Worries. Uh, I do play dumb on a lot of things and uh, and ham it up for comedic sake on on some sports things, especially ba- basketball shit that I know nothing about. But um, baseball, like little baseball history tidbits like that, a lot of them and the like thinking about baseball history in that way are thanks to a professor I had in college. His name was Mike Sowell. Mike was a professor at Oklahoma State while I was there. He taught uh, basically broadcast writing as well as sports media. Like he taught a really cool class about sports media, how, how to sports journalism in particular. Um, but this dude wrote several books on baseball and actually won, uh, in 1989, he won the Casey award, which is, a it's the award given to the best book about baseball that year. Um, he wrote a book called the pitch that kills or the pitch that killed, um, about Ray Chapman and Carl Hayes. Um, it is the only documented on field death that has ever happened in baseball. And uh, Mike mm-hmm. Sell wrote a book about it and uh, won a bunch of awards, including like a New York Times. Oh, that's cool. Like a book of the year, notable book of the year award for that. Oh, that's awesome, dude. So yeah, that dude yeah, knew he, so much more. He, he he forgot more about baseball than you'll ever know. Uh, but ever know, he yeah. was a fucking cool, cool fount of information. And uh, the dude thought about baseball in a really cool way. So. But I think baseball is like, it's, you know, we've turned it into a, like I said, an expensive sport yeah. just for the sake of people making money around it. <clears throat> it's such a rudimentary sport. The intent of baseball, the reason it existed is because meat packers and Hoboken needed something to do. Yep. They didn't have money and they invented this stupid game that is now still played worldwide and you know, I, I, people fall in love with. Having played baseball, basically my whole, like from the time that I was like three until I was a sophomore in high school and played like went to the, went to the little league world series, Frank, uh, played, played in it. Weird flex. Okay. It is weird. Did your, did your uh, parents record the ESPN intro? Oh, you see, you're thinking (laughs) of the big league, little league world series. I forgot. I played in the, I played in the coach pitch little league world series (laughs) where we got absolutely fucking destroyed by some goddamn elites, elite teams from all over the country. Just got our asses. Maybe it was better. It wasn't broadcast. Yeah, it was best that it wasn't broadcast, but I got to meet Dizzy Dean. Do you know who Dizzy Dean is? Motherfucker played before Jackie Robinson did, and that old ass oh, sponsored the the World Series that we played in. Got to shake his hand. Cool as shit. That was that first celebrity cool. I ever met, and I was afraid he was going to die shaking my seven-year-old hand. Anyway, all that to say, uh, one thing I've noticed about baseball, and this is something that I've noticed even more since moving to Dallas, is that baseball is... I feel like the reason it's so expensive is like as a gatekeeping tactic oh yeah for sure to keep like for lack of a better term like underprivileged 
people of color hundred percent out of the game because under, under, it is <clears> not <throat> an expensive sport to play. It doesn't have to it's be, uh, but it is because like you're like, if you don't have the best of the best equipment, if you don't have fucking professional athletes training your, your nine year old on how to take batting practice and shit, like what do you, why even try? Why even show up? You're not an elite squad. You're not traveling. You know, 80, 80 games a, uh, a they've, summer. They've, we've turned we've turned soccer into that in this country. We've turned basketball into that. Turned hockey into that around and here. Everything hockey's been that way. Well, I was gonna say you had for, that experience up hockey, north. Forever. Hockey kind of like invented this, and it's yes, it's gatekeeping, whether intentional or unintentional. It has the effect of keeping underprivileged folks out of sports. Yeah, and it's it's disgusting. Um, I mean, if you, if you don't play elite soccer, traveling soccer in this country, the odds of you going to college with a scholarship is nil. Um, and it's, it's the same with baseball. It's the same because they've invented these for-profit leagues that are profiteering off of high school sports and, essentially relegating the high school leagues to club teams. Yeah. Um, you know, like they're, it's like playing a club sport and <clears throat> it's, it, it defeats the purpose of team camaraderie and teamwork. And cause you build that team chemistry in high school, you go win a title for your high school, you know, to, to some of the folks, you know, they've got put into that high school so that they could be, in a specific region to be as part of a specific AAU squad, you know, they have no relation to that school. This is like a business. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's disgusting. And it only happens in America. And what, 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 what I was leading into, which is along the similar grounds is we've done that. And we, we pretend as though, you know, there's some good outcome at some point. Cause today, we we it's voting right everywhere you can go vote in the state of texas at least i'm sure there's a bunch of you know other states where this is the case as well but in texas school board elections take place this weekend yep and um hayes which is where we live has three ballot propositions for bond issuance and um they're probably right in stating that they don't need additional tax income um for these bonds because property values have gone up so much they right. have but you know i'm more concerned with how they push bond pro- proposals as though all of them have the same impact on you know the student body because they have willingly grouped in the fine arts CTE and um, athletics into the same bond package. What is wait, chronic therapic? No, no, it's it's. Conti- I think it's the technical education stuff. <laughs> it's stuff like uh, nursing programs yeah. in high school and yeah. stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but those things require specialized equipment, and you know. But one of the when I read this bond package, I was like, man, one of these things surely is just a leech. And that's athletics. Yeah. You don't need a fucking covered pavilion to go practice 
a sport. No. You don't need astroturf down on the field. Go water a fucking lawn. Like I, I, I don't I don't I grew up in a country where we produced tons of fucking amazing athletes and we don't have these facilities. I mean hell y'all made good athletes who didn't even have fucking legs. <laughs> Yeah. Till he shot his girlfriend. Well, accidentally through a door. Pretty, pretty terrible shots. But yeah, um, I mean, they yeah, were accurate. They were good shots. They were great good shots, shots, especially <laughs> through a fucking door. But yeah, so bad dude. Um, around. Not a good person. But but I mean, then you then you look at like and yes, okay. I know there's a there's 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 a a middle ground here where it's like, well, yeah, you don't need the best facilities. No, but like facilities. I, I think get that. the point that you're that you're making there is that like two of these things have like actual value that they're providing to these two or like an opportunity to all students. Then -hmm. there's this one thing that is providing a a minor amount of value to a very, very small section of students that costs a lot of a shit ton of money. And to me, in my mind, I was like, okay, I'll vote for the package because I'm not going to, I'm not going to nail the fine art students and yeah. the orchestra and the, you know, I'm not going to nail these folks because yes, they should have proper facilities, but it's priorities, right? In yeah. this country, it's like we view sports in such an odd light where we accept the fact that people have turned our high school sports into a profitable industry. Yeah. People charge you absurd amounts to be part of sports programs. And you don't, as a parent think twice, you pay it because you can. Yeah. But until you don't think about all those kids that can't pay it. Yeah. And then act like, Oh, they're just not good athletes. Like, don't get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, you just paid for Timmy to have a fucking run at something and they're not going to, like get the fuck out of here. I, I saw this thread. Um, there was a comment on a thread that it was like, it shouldn't cost me more than $5 to see my own like elementary school kid participate in a, in an activity. It and, cost me zero. It cost, I will pay for parking. Yeah. And that like, that should like, that's what I will say about Denton, Denton parks and rec. Very nice. Yeah. They have yeah. terrible volunteer coaches who just fucking suck it worse than Graham Potter and soccer. Um, but, you don't have to pay for parking on Saturday. We're just going every every Saturday. Free game entry, free parking. It's great. But you know, like I, I don't, I don't know why we as a society, and it's it's again, it's this country. It is yeah. this country that does this. Um, we have accepted the fact that they have taken all of the joy out of sports. Like they take it away. It's. If, if, if you want to be on the high school football team, you better not be dicking around with baseball. You better be running track. Oh, dude, I remember. Right, like, oh, my God. I remember my the reason I don't play golf right now. Or, well, there are many reasons. Let me back up about fucking two decades, Brian. Jesus Christ. Before I hop on that high horse. The reason I stopped playing golf when I was in high the school. The reason Brian isn't on the PGA Tour. Yeah, the, the only reason it's not <laughs> Brian... Then insert <laughs> famous Woods. golfer here besides Tiger Woods. I'm not going to beat Tiger. You know, there's only one Tigre. Um, only one Tigre. <laughs> but there could have only been one Brian. We would have never one. known. We would never know because when I was in high school, coach told me that I had to make a decision because golf in my high school started in like February. And by that point, I was in the middle of powerlifting season. 
where I was doing competitive powerlifting. And the coach was like, you can't powerlift and be a golfer. And I was like, okay, well, I can't be a golfer then. I'll see you later. And he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, but you already bought your bag. And I was like, yeah, I'll take my bag. It'll be great. Still have it. It's got my name on it. It's pretty sweet. It's a ping bag. Sweet. Uh, but I was like, I'll take the bag. And he's like, but you already paid for it. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but um, I'm going to powerlift. And if you're saying I can't do boats, then I'm going to I'm gonna bail. And he's like, well, you just can't devote the time if you're doing both. And I was like, you think these motherfuckers are going to devote their time? No, they're out here dicking off and getting drunk on the fucking ninth fairway. Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So, Taking but, yourself too goddamn seriously. You know, like, it's it's because you have kids being forced to specialize, right? So we're, we're at... <clears throat> whatever my kid's 18 months old and at this age it doesn't fucking matter but oh, you don't have her like, an you know, elite you don't have her elite gymnastics <laughs> fuck are we doing let's get her in you know something that has a little bit of structure for a period of time that's yeah. really the intent here right yep. like get her used to somewhat <laughs> kind of following directions to accomplish a goal yeah. and knowing full well if you get five minutes of attention you've done it's a win just fantastic right yep. Um, but you know, so she's in, she's in uh, Sunday morning soccer practice and it's the, the, the cost that it would take to put this kid into soccer, you know, from whatever, 18 months. So in, 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 in Europe, it's pretty common outside of America. It's pretty common if you're, you know, if your kid is trying to learn or you're trying to teach your kid ball skills, soccer is a pretty good sport to do that. And it's pretty cheap. So a lot of kid people start their kids playing soccer at like two and then, you know, whatever, by the time that <clears throat> kids turn 10, 11, 12, they've kind of filtered through the system and you know, which kids will be good and they go to academies and whatnot. Well, if you were to just get, her to the point of where you know is she decent at soccer you will have already sunk probably 20 grand into soccer easy yeah because a, a four no sorry an eight an eight class program at this facility is 185 dollars yeah okay and, and I, that's I, normal yeah, that's I was not say. that's not an uncommon amount and that's no disrespect to austin but that's austin texas that's not mm-hmm. in like fucking Hershey, Pennsylvania. No, it's not. I mean, even here in Dallas, where there's the fucking the U.S. Junior Academy. No, is. no. I mean, Dallas is becoming the mecca of soccer in the world, or not in the world. Sorry, in the U.S. U.S. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say we're talking guys, crazy right now, but no, I got no. The the academy up there that, that they're good. building. Well, FC Dallas is a great academy, but beyond mm-hmm. FC Dallas, the U.S. team has great facilities up there. Yeah, but like um, like that you're. You're talking a fucking. You're in Austin. You're in Dallas. Even you're in fucking Kansas City. Like, what do you? That's so much money. <laughs> so much money. Just, just, just to figure out, are they good at soccer? You know, yeah. like it's not. Or, or see, your kid just loves soccer. Yeah, and they want to be in it, right? And it's like, okay, you pay every three months. You shell out two hundred bucks for 10 years and it goes up you know if they travel it goes up it's like get out of here i mean it's just you would be with with it and everything in 
by the time they're 10, 11, you're probably you're 15 to $20,000 into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's why I like finding uh, leagues like the one we found for our kiddo, which is a competitive, non-competitive league. Um, they don't, they, they, they do, uh, like basically three seasons a year Mm -hmm. where things are kept short and sweet. People can come and go as they please. And then as they get older, they start lengthening the seasons out and you start finding more teams. you know, the teams that get smaller as far as the number of teams are smaller and smaller. So where you have like you, you wean out the people who aren't athletically gifted. Um, and you wean out the other people who are not that into soccer and then you, or like more into track or basketball or whatever it may be. So that by the time they get into high school, there are, I shit you not, there are, there are about to be six fucking high schools in Denton, in Denton, I, Denton independent school district. And all six of those high schools will have a soccer team, but they are all fed from the like parks and rec league, which is absolutely nuts. And I am going to have to, tell Parker some bad news that I'm about to have to go, but he is joining us. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just find it very, very odd that everybody wants to, we pretend as though sports are accessible in this country and we pretend as though, you know, Oh yeah. So we celebrate these athletes that come from just horrible situations to make it. Right. As though like that's something we should be building our sporting, you know, tradition on. No, it should be embarrassing that in the, the a country like this, people don't have access to play proper, you know, basketball with organized teams. They don't have to spend two thousand dollars a fucking month to get this kid, you know, <clears throat> proper instruction and shit. It's just our priorities are so weird. It's, it's so odd. Sorry, Parker. What's up? Hi. Not much. Big silly goose. What are you up to? Oh, not much. We were <laughs> we were going deep on uh, organized youth sports and how it's just a money grabbing racket. And how deep? Balls deep? Pretty deep. Yeah, pretty yeah. deep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll take your ball deep. Balls deep if they can. <laughs> Uh, that's a classic, and that is like, such a good descriptor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so he, here's the thing, right? Like, in other countries, professional teams or, like, the federation of the sport that you're talking about, so the NBA in the case of basketball or Major League Baseball. Is federation synonymous with league? Yeah, um, federation, league, whatever. Okay. The okay. controlling body of, of said sport. Sure, governing what, okay. Yeah. Those folks will, you know, develop programs to ensure access to the sport. And they'll they'll make sure that the coaches are following a certain pattern of instruction to make sure that everybody's learning at the same pace about the game, you know, that it's structured, that you don't get coaches like you know, what Brian faced with his daughter, that was just like some coach who didn't believe in practice, apparently, um, when it comes to <laughs> soccer. And, and they just got He did tell us last cast that uh, <laughs> that soccer club has given him nothing but heartache and uh, stresses this, this season. So, yeah. Now, definitely so, got to so, practice. I mean, there's a fine line, though. I mean, you can go 
too hard too and it's like oh well, for there, sure there's seven you know there chances are sir none of them are gonna you played so them odds, in the majors odds uh, are odds are greatly in that favor <laughs> one out of 20 of them may play in college and it'll be a juco in the middle of bfe kansas yeah so but that's what i was saying right is like the it, for whatever reason we've accepted the fact that like you need to go to quarterback camps to learn how to be a quarterback or catcher camps to learn how to be a proper catcher in fucking baseball etc cetera, etc cetera. like you name it there's a camp for it there's a system you can buy there's a coaching clinic you can go to etc cetera, etc cetera. and why why well, if you go to any other sporting federation in the world they train coaches they have set you know styles of play structure there's like there's a way that you learn these sports tennis uh uh, uh rugby uh soccer all of this shit exists within structured things in america it's just like go make money <laughs> yeah that's how like big groundskeepers get their money by selling you 500 dollar <laughs> nozzles that's a callback oh god yeah. yes the fucking big grounds <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to listen to the first part of the Cavs, Parker. I okay, went, well, I got sidetracked. I'm just going off a big shampoo from big, okay. sh- big shampoo. I got a lot of clicks. Got a lot of people talking. Before I, I bet Johnson Johnson, got, Johnson perked uh, up. <laughs> oh fucking! <A. laughs> there too. Oh god! So uh, what are you so drinking, crazy. Parker? Dude, I am drinking a stovepipe of F five. Oh my God, he's back! And, I think and we we're can back. officially declare he's back. Guess who's back? Yeah. Uh, now, will I have this one instead of five on cast? Yes. Um, <laughs> you, you know, are you, you got to start are you, somewhere. Are you still buying them by the half pallet? No, gosh, no. They've definitely seen a dip in sales in the last five months. That's for sure. <laughs> you go to your checkout you just got the one the guy goes you sure only one huh okay <laughs> what, your kidneys have a problem or something <laughs> you buying for your wife today fucking pussy. Yeah. jesus Dude, i remember when you used to come in here and slam one at the register <laughs> what are you, yeah what are your kids thirsty <laughs> I, I don't have my local coop by dr- delivering a pony keg to my for my front porch every, every week or anything. You're not on the delivery route anymore. Not no. They act like they don't even know me anymore. Parker was supporting <laughs> local businesses and delivery drivers. And now he's just let yeah let that shit get outsourced. That's yeah, fun nice. fact: you can have Grubhub pick up a pony keg of F5 for you. Really. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Idiot! <laughs> like, like seriously? Well, I made it sound good. like I was cool, like uh, a company representative was delivering it, but actually I was just paying a surcharge for a grub. Grub. <laughs> I bet that grub driver just hates some anybody. like nineteen-year-old girl. She's like, "This is so heavy." Yeah, drag it up the stairs. <laughs> I tipped yeah. you three percent. Honey, I don't even think you're supposed to uh, be able to sell that. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. So um, that's good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, F5 is good. I, I haven't had F5 in a while. Brian, do they make 
get to Dallas? I'm guessing not. They make it to Dallas. Uh, oh, they do. But I don't think they get farther south than that. Yeah, we don't get F5 down here at all, from what I recall. Well, I mean, you, you could have picked some up two weeks ago in your town if you would have came. I wasn't in town. <laughs> I know, Let's you could see. have. If you yeah. have. <laughs> I thought yep, you yep, were. Well, what happened to that? I'll be back. I uh, cried. No, well, there's a whole fourth wedding and didn't make it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. The reason. Yeah. Well, full time's a charm. Yeah, so I'll be I'll I'll be up at some point. Um, right. Yeah, so it looks like they're charging eleven fifty a six pack, which for that beer is a great price. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not. I mean, I see them really range from ten forty nine to about thirteen and a half. Okay, that's still not bad. It's that's not a good for price. That's a really quality. good beer. I love the it's a, I mean, specific price range that you have for that beer. <laughs> so fucking precise. You're like, per ounce, it's one of the best. Ounce per alcohol by volume, best value, best bang for the buck. Be like, 11.49, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Parker on Price, price is right. right. Back. Like, I hope to God it's Coop F5 on this fuck. Yes! <laughs> fucking wow, dude. you nailed that exactly. <laughs> Drew Carey well, shits those, his pants. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I fucking dude, know that. Drew Carey's been on this so long now that there's like a whole generation of kids that don't even know about the old Bob Barker. Oh. How crazy is that? Could you imagine? you like, no, he, Drew Carey hosts The Price is Right. Oh, Bob God, Barker. Do you think that people even know about the beauty that was whose line is it anyway? No. No. That was Apparently such a good still show. going, but there's no, like a female it's, host. It's off now. Uh, and yeah, oh. she is. Uh, she was a female host. She uh, was the voice of Lana from Archer. Um, oh, okay, cool. God damn it. Why can't I, I, I think of her name? I always enjoyed whose line is that anyway. Always made She's me laugh. so fucking hot. What the hell is her name? God damn it, Brian. Okay, well, no, yeah, no. Uh, Colin Quinn and... Uh, Colin Mockery. Yeah, you Brady. Mean. Colin Mock... Okay, Mo- you're right. Yeah. Wayne Brady. Yeah, he's hilarious. And then the other dude from the Drew Carey show. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the uh, other, other dude from the Drew Carey show that was also famous for saying two chicks at the same time in Office Space. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'd be on there. Ryan Stiles. Is, is that, that who it is? The tall guy? No, 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 oh. no. I'm talking about the dark-haired guy who's like the next door neighbor. He's like, "What would you do with a million dollars?" He's like, two chicks at the same time." Uh, oh, the yeah. dude who wears glasses. No. Okay. Anyway, Aisha Tyler is the person <laughs> I was trying to think of. I got that one right. Steven Tyler. It's, not, not, no. no, not dude. Looks like a lady. Uh, Frank's probably looking it up for us right now. No, he, I'm trying to. You should have seen him try to look. Anyway, up. great show. Yeah, you should have seen him try to matter. look up uh, the the start dates of Dominican baseball teams earlier. Oh gosh, how'd that go? Not well. It, it went it well. T- it took forever. It went all right. Well, you weren't here. It was <laughs> it went all right. Well, but, I mean, I knew they were old. This is true. That you did know they were old. 
Although the first Dominican professional Dominican team that I clicked on was the newest team and they started in like 96. So I was like, eh, well, Frank might be, might be eating some crow here. I don't know, but turns out they were over hundred years. You mean like the franchise started in 96? Yeah, but he was right. Or the, the sport of baseball came to the DR in 1996. No, listen listen back to the, listen back to the cast. That's the start of the conversation. Yeah, we've been down that road. Anyway, sorry. All right, so I have a grinds. I, I have a I have a grinds my gears. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, I don't get an intro. Sure. Well, it's Parker's. It, I don't want to say. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right, fine. No, 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 no. Here we go. I'll I'll do it. Oh shit! Nothing's playing. I'm clicking it. Nothing's playing. I my fucking shits froze up. All right, Parker, uh, you know what right, really grinds my gears? Bar- sorry, Frank. What's getting you all? Fired up. Beep, 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 beep. How's that? Oh man, that's great. That's yeah, just do it live. Um, all right. So <laughs> shit's all fucked up. I don't here. think did, I don't know if we've we've had this one before, but it's become a real pain in the arse. Um <clears throat> there is a finite amount of time where it makes sense to sit in a fucking drive-through lane. <laughs> and that time is anything greater than five minutes okay if it takes you more than five minutes to get to the window get your ass out of the car go do your business inside it, 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 oh sounds like somebody went to waterburger folks, tonight <laughs> no not waterburger well the amount of folks well waterburger is a good example that sit in drive-through lines for 10 15 20 minutes the line backs up if you have to put a blinker on to get into a parking lot to then get into a line to order go park get into the fucking store I, it is infuriating to see folks and how lazy they are at <clears throat> anything that has a drive through anything it's like they become like pure paraplegics on the spot mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't be driving, but um, well, they I could if they were if they, they, they were cool yeah. paraplegics. They can quadriplegics. No. I can I control the gas pedal with my right eye and the brake with my left, <laughs> <laughs> and my wiener makes them. the horn beep. <laughs> what if you close them both? My sphincter then <laughs> takes control. The power. You do a power stall. That's how you, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> Officer, this guy's been spinning for an hour. I think he's dead. No, he's sleeping, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We don't have very many friends, listeners. I would I would agree with you, Frank. No fast food is worth waiting longer than I'm gonna. I'm ten minutes. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But you know what? the The argument always is, and the argument that always wins is why the fuck can Chick Fil A with a bunch of sixteen year olds that say my pleasure way too much churn out shit tons of high quality food in like two and a half minutes flat? Because they only have and, like four items on the menu. No, nah, I don't know about that, Brian. Man. No, nope. they 100%. have expanded in recent 100%. years. It's hundred percent what it is. One hundred percent. No, everything. No. Everything is a version of, of the other thing. Okay, okay. 
Okay, be that. I'll give okay. you that argument. Okay, uh, uh, burger. If they only had twelve items total, I guarantee, goddamn, it, you'd still wait in line for twenty minutes. Well, that's because they hire I, okay. fucking incompetent dipshits. One, exactly. Two, one, IV two, drug you, users. Two, you can't fucking deep fry a hamburger. There it is. <laughs> Okay, so it's it's the time <laughs> to make what Whataburger is making, and the, their attempt at making it fresh is the problem. Attempt, I like, I love that you're admitting <laughs> so, it finally. So, <laughs> so, well, sometimes you get and it's cold, so they clearly don't make it yeah, fresh all uh-huh. the time. But um, it's the amount, the sheer amount of food that they have on that menu, plus yeah. they're attempting to make it fresh. You can't do that. Chick Fil A. The beauty of that is you're always going to have fried chicken ready, right? Like yep. chicken nuggets, chicken breasts, whatever. And then you run the grill with the grilled chicken and the grilled version of the nuggets. That's it. That's all you fucking serve. Yep. With fries. And then That's, they they the take wraps the balls. they take Sunday the wraps pre made. They take Sunday to plan for the week ahead. See, that's what other other fast food restaurants don't have. They don't have that day of planning. They said they have board boardroom meetings on Sundays. That's true. Yep. They so they are working. You get baptized. You get baptized. They paddle each other in the bottom with in the boards. <laughs> Only once. Only does once. Oh my god! All right. Make an example of uh, little Billy, but uh, and no, I will say though, I bet um, people are more likely to sit in longer lines nowadays versus say twenty years ago. Because what do people most likely do? They're sitting there watching reels or they're watching Netflix or mm-hmm. whatever on YouTube. So and something occupies their time. The question. It, just, the, it annoys me. As we're about to wrap up, what is the longest you've ever sat in a drive through line? Frank, go. Okay. Can we can we preface this by nope. oh, it's the longest. Un, unwittingly. Okay. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. Because you not know that you were sitting there. Well, there's sometimes that you're no. a passenger in a car and you don't have say. Like the time oh, that, like the time that, like the time that we went to Austin and I didn't know we were gonna wait in a two hour line to get fucking hop dotties and I said fuck this and I went and got a piece of pizza across the street and then hop well, back in line. So that does happen. Yeah. Hop dotties, you know how long the line is. No, what I mean, is I like Sometimes you get. I know. Sometimes now. you get in line at Whataburger or you get in line at. You know, um, it's something you happens, something happens, yeah. And you can't get out, so you're in the line. Yeah. So, the longest has probably been 30 minutes, and it was Damn. a water burger. I know it, it was. was not, it was not, uh, yeah, it was one of the scenarios where I was already there, had ordered, and then just they had stuck. They had, yeah. uh, um, Parker, uh, you, yeah, uh, roughly 30 minutes as well. This is the first sign that I knew Taco Bueno was starting to go downhill mm, so the day they uh, opened they the ribbon was still being cut on the front door dude mm-hmm. you shut your horse mouth okay. it used to be awesome yeah no back shit. in the day when there was only only white people playing baseball and they only when they went straight to the championship game that's yeah i said the good old days i'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry uh, <laughs> no it <laughs> it was uh I was infuriated, and then and then to make matters worse, I didn't even get all my shit. That of course ordered. you didn't. And I was like, fucking I was, you had thirty fucking minutes to ensure and double check, triple check, hell, quadruple check, and it still was wrong. And I was like, I, I mean, I was seeing red and yellow. That was the case. I was, dude. Um, <laughs> it was McDonald's across the street. I, 
I uh, and I left a nice review, and I was like, "Fast food, my ass!" Basically, <laughs> and I just ripped it. Passive aggressive. And, oh, I I definitely go back here if I don't want all of my food and to yeah. waste an hour of my day. <laughs> yeah, if you like wasting your life and time that you won't get back, then go to this place. Yeah. So, but I, and and the food was like subpar, and granted. The janitor was probably also the one cooking slash, you oh, yeah, know, doing the front of the house probably. stuff. That's and that's job. how they, that's their fucking that's the business profile. Like that's their model <laughs> of functioning. It did taste a little urinal cakey. Yeah, <laughs> clean fryers and toilets. <laughs> Same spoon. I, <laughs> I, uh, I one time I went to like willingly I went to Portillo's. The the hot dog and sandwich place. Isn't it Portillo's? Nah, it's Portillo's. <laughs> I think it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll take a kiss of Dilla. <laughs> oh, don't don't. Hey, there's a place down here. It's called Dilla's, and don't fuck up and say it, you want a uh, you want a Dia because they'll be like it's Dilla. It's and they'll fucking correct you. Anyway, um, Portillo's down here. I went not knowing that it was opening weekend. <laughs> Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> I went and uh, my daughter and I, she's a trooper. She sat in line in the backseat of the car while we waited in line for an hour and 20 minutes. I would have murdered uh, you. I, dude, uh, this line. I would have been jumping curbs. This line. Ruining, ruining, ruining their new sod. No. Yeah, dude, first enough. off, this this is a place that is built to have long lines like that. And once okay. you get up to the actual ordering, like relatively close to order it goes quick like from the time we got into like the little actual drive-through area to the time i got my food under five minutes but to get there was the hour 15 anyway that was willingly unwillingly i went to i went to popeyes one time here by my house the last time that i went to popeyes because it was only the second time i've ever been to this popeyes the last don't time get Popeye's sides, dude, they're not good. Let me tell no, you Popeye's in general. Let me tell you why I don't go to Popeye's anymore. Cause I went the last time was the only car in line. Okay. Ordered food, hop right up to the window. The lady gives me my total and I sat there for 35 minutes, 35 fucking minutes. And it wasn't like I ordered a shit ton of food. No, hold on, wait. Did, did no one end up coming to the window in 35 minutes either? Not a fucking soul. I saw them moving around. Oh, oh, or when they won't make eye contact with you? They were avoiding That's, me like I was fucking, like they owed me money. But instead, they owed me chicken sandwiches they weren't fucking paying me or any of the people who were backing up in line. By the time I got out, no shit, there were 20 cars in line. 20 fucking cars. I fuck it. when I left. I was so angry. I was leaving them a review in the fucking drive-through. Okay, same with the point. <laughs> I dude, I was so fucking angry. I was tweeting at Popeyes like, Never "Fuck angry. your chicken sandwich like war. This is fucking horse shit." I was taking pictures of the Whataburger across the street and being like, "Hey, everybody who knows me knows when I say that I would rather be at Whataburger right now. That is saying something." It, okay. All right. Well, that was there's. Well, before we sign off, I know we're about to. Parker, I just want to let you know, I am finally out of your spicy ketchup that you sent 18 months ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I think I sent you like a three-pack or something. Did send me a a three-pack. The three big big bottle pack? Matching shirts and onesie. 
whole uh, whole hey, thing. real sorry let's do uh real quick here uh real, damn it okay love you yes <laughs> for parker tell something about. what the fuck is happening <laughs> and he's gone his daughter just called <laughs> his his internet his was so shitty I couldn't hear anything he was saying. I just heard him say, "Real quick, I have uh, I got real quick." I just, he said, "Real quick, real quick, several times." And then, but then I heard his phone ring. Oh, I didn't hear his phone ring. Okay. <laughs> that makes funny. sense. All right, well, um, <laughs> we are gonna wrap, and uh, I can tell you that's gonna happen. So, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of No Real Left Behind. Tell a friend about it. Leave us a review. Appreciate you um, for Brian here in Dallas. Until next time. I am out. For Frank in far, far, far south Dallas, uh, make it a good weekend. Don't forget Mother's Day next week. We're out here.